This is Mike Roth. Welcome to the Open Forum in the Villages podcast. In this show, we're going to talk to leaders in the community, leaders of clubs, and interesting folks who live here in the villages to give perspective of what's happening here in the villages and information that I think all villagers should have. We hope to add a new episode every Friday morning at 9 o'clock. This is Mike Roth. I'm here today on Open Forum in the Villages with Christine Sigel. Thanks for joining me, Christine. I'm happy to be here. Good. In today's show, we're going to be talking about Improvisational Theater Company and what they do. You've been involved with uh, the Improvisational Theater Club for how many years? I've been there for four years. Very good. Now, as our normal habit here on Open Forum Villages, we're going to start with a joke. Christine, why are snails so slow? I wish I knew the end. It's because they're carrying a house on their <laughs> I hope everyone else laughs. And we've got to put some fun into this. And so you've been here in the villages how many years? Six years. Six years. And you've been in the Improvisational Theater Club for how long? Four years. Four years. Uh, are you involved in any other clubs in the villages? Yes, ballroom dance mm-hmm. and astrology. There's a couple of others. Boomer humor. Good. Christine, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, what you did before you came here to the Yes. I did ballroom dance. It was my favorite. I bike rode. I walked. Did some. I did canoeing. In the villages? No, all of this was in Long Island. Mm-hmm. Where did you canoe in Long Island? Out east in Smithtown. Sequat River? Yes. Not too many people realize there are a couple of them. So you've been involved with the Improv Theater Club for four years. Four years. Right. And why don't you tell our audience some of the things that you like best about improv? I would do it three times a week. I like a great leader, and it's very, it's a lot of fun to do scenes, and we get a lot of from the variety of, which makes it very interesting. Mm-hmm. In improv, there are no lines to learn, no auditions, no hideously long rehearsal schedule. So, how do you learn what you're supposed to do up on stage? We practice and we say the first thing that comes into our mind. That's right. There are, th- th- there are probably 30 rules in improv, but we'll, we'll talk about the first three. First rule is say the first thing that comes into your mind. And the second rule is? Make your partner look good. Good. You got the third rule. The second rule is accept all offer. Yes, I miss mm. The In improv, to make a scene move forward, you always want to accept what the other person says. So if the first person in the scene says to you, let's go out to the Yankees ball, ball game, you are obligated to accept that offer. Yes, let's get a hot dog and some ice cream while we Good. And so, yes, and in improv, it's standard reply. We never want to say no or but, because those things put a lot of pressure on the other person in the scene, and they may not not look good. Rule three is make the other person in the scene look good. So, Christine, you're involved in a lot of different scenes over the years in improv. Why don't you tell the audience about your one or two favorites? I do really well and am quite funny in QVC and the expert. Sometimes we do the inventor. Why don't you explain to the listeners what the QVC routine is? Yes. Someone from the audience gives a prop to my partner who gives it to me. And then whatever it is, I make it something and I speak about what it is. And at the end, give it the price and say, we only have 50 left. 
and then we're sold. Mm -hmm. And some of these prop inventions are quite remarkable. One of one of our players came up with one of those eyeglass cleaning uh, cloths. Yes. And what did you call that? A magic carpet. Mm. A very funny one I did was somebody gave me a comb, and I said that it was used for surgical removal of fat and loose skin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was a very funny scene. And you played the expert. Uh, yes. Or the, the inventor. And two, those are two different scenes. But in the inventor game, I think one that was probably the funniest is the one where you invent, invented a way to teach bees, honeybees, how to wash and wax cars. Yes, that was extremely funny. And it was a three minutes. Mm -hmm. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. It had to do with bees coming to my home and making more bees, sitting on a buffalo for sleep, putting the village's car wash out of business because we were so good, and charging $35 a car wash. And people gave very big tips because they were so pleased. Mm -hmm. Well, how do they give bees tips? We have a tip jar, and the bees split it up so they can buy marijuana and cigarettes. One would have thought honey, marijuana and cigarettes. They wax with paws. They wax with carnuba. One would have thought they would have used beeswax. Yes, that's an alternative. They use both. Mm -hmm. And with their little hands, they can get it to the crevices. Oh, yes, they're, because they're so small and their legs and hands are thin, they can wash everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Christine, why don't you share with our audience what you personally get out of coming to each of the Monday evening sessions to 820 at Rohan, first floor Monday. Yes, I'm very happy. I interact with the player. Mike is a great director. Personally, I wish it was three times a week. That's how much I enjoy it. He has a lot of scenes, and we volunteer. Sometimes he will ask certain people to do the scene, and they have the ability to turn it down or do it. Mm -hmm. We have all types of people from all different walks of life. Uh, why don't you tell our audience, what you did for a living before you came to the I had my own business for 28 years. I was a printing broker, and I subcontracted jobs all over the country, the best. Mm -hmm. Did you do anything else before that? Before that, I was an office manager. Prior to that, I was a secretary. When I was young, I was a cashier at Darius. When I was 13, I had a pretzel and sold pretzels. So you became an entrepreneur as a very young. Yes. And uh, I understand you were a New York State champion in something? Yes. I was the first woman to win the New York State Scrabble Championship. And then I won it the second time and was the only person, and being a female, to have won it two times. Mm -hmm. I had half the dictionary memory. Half the Yes, there is a separate Scrabble Players Dictionary with strange words that that's the ones that I remember. Oh, give us an example, if you can, of a strange word that you probably don't use in daily conversation, but it's perfectly legit in Scrabble. Yes, we had XI. XI. Isn't that like a Roman numeral 11? It had a meaning, but because I memorized half the dictionary, I could not memorize parts of it. We had Q-A-I-D, we had A-G, 
We had a lot of strange two-letter words. And then, of course, the hook would make it, if we used ad, we could put a letter in front of ad. And then if ad was horizontal, we could go down vertical. I once had a triple-triple for 167 points. And that also was the highest single scoring word. Mm-hmm. So here in the villages, do you play Scrabble with people? I have played Scrabble with people, and I have so many other interests that I let it go. Mm-hmm. I guess some people here in the villages might not have heard of some of these. You, how much of the dictionary do you think you still have memorized? I have a lot memorized and probably be close to half. What I do is when I see a license plate and I'm waiting for a light behind that car, I then anagram as many words as I can by adding letters. And it just is fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you have any other hobbies here in the villages? Yes, I have ballroom dancing, which I have in New York. Mm -hmm. I have the Astrology Club. Mm -hmm. If the Magic Club was later, I would enter that. Yeah, well, the Magic Club's at 9 o'clock. I'm not a wash and wear, so that becomes impossible for Mm -hmm. me. So... How often do you go to the ballroom dancing? The ballroom dance club has a dance every two weeks. That's one group. Singles and dance have a dance every month. Mm-hmm. What's the most positive experience that you had in your ballroom dancing? Yes, I did samba, which is a very difficult thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm most proficient in swing. In swing? Yes. Do the same people come every week to the ballroom dancing club? Mostly it's the same people, and sometimes we get new people. Just like improv, it's the same people and then new people come. Improv is always accepting the way we start the program with some exercises, getting everyone familiar with one another and going comfortable. And then we typically go into learning routines or practicing routines for shows. How many, right. how many improv shows have you been in the past couple of years? The big show that has 200 to 250 people I've done four times, so all the times that, that we had it. And now we've started doing different clubs at rec center, and I believe that's from word of mouth because we're very good. At- mm-hmm. Yeah, the Improvisational Theater Club will do anywhere between four and six shows, clubs, less than 100. And that's worked out very well for both the audience and the clubs at Improvisational Theater. Yes, as a matter of fact, one of the leaders of a group, she became a member of our group. And occasionally you'll perform at the Bohemian Spotlight Cafe? Yes, that is the first Saturday of every month. I've done scenes with Mike, the scene with We Have a Great Time, and the audience. Right, that's held up at the Paradise Recreation Center from 6 p.m. or 5, 6 p. doors open at 5.30, the show's at 6, all the way to 9, and that's almost an open mic night where anyone can go up and request a slot for five minutes, a routine, a song, dances, you, you never know what you get. Right. There's one group that does clogging, and that's quite spectacle to see. Mm-hmm. But you don't do any clogging. No, I don't. Mike's wife is doing tap dance to do that. Christine, do you have anything else to add before we sign off? I think that people listening to the podcast should attend our Monday meetings starting. They would have a great time in the audience. Mm-hmm. And eventually, from what I've seen with the new people, they then will follow. And when and where are the improvisational theater meetings, Christine? They're every Monday, but the fifth Monday of the month. They're at Rohan Recreation Center in the Lake Neon from 630. 
We have snacks at 7. Thanks for joining us on the show, Christine. I had a good time. Good. Remember, our next episode will air live next Friday at 9 a.m., or should I say pre-recorded, but that's when it will be released on our regular subscriptions. Bonus subscribers can get early access to episodes. Should you want to become a sponsor of the show, contact me at MikeRoth at RothVoice.com. If you know someone that you think should be on the show, send me an email at Mike at RothVoice.com. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. The content of the show is copyright by Roth Voice 2022, all rights reserved.